0: All right, welcome to the second episode of the Swimming Podcast from Toronto, Ontario. I'm Guillermo Toro, and today I have a special guest, uh, Mr. Kashab Gosai. Kashab, how are you doing? I'm good, Billy. How are you? Good, good, good. Kashab calls me Billy. Uh, <laughs> in case you didn't know, that's just a nickname here I have for swimming. Um, but it's been quite a week, quite a week for the swimming world. Um, yeah, first of all, Kashav, how, how have you been?
1: I've been good. I've been good. I've been yeah. working a lot. I, I, I work. I have another full time job, and given given everything that's been going around, I've been forced to work more than usual. Uh, but totally fine. You gotta. It's just it's just staying busy and making decisions and. Yes, that uh, making sure that everyone. Yeah, ever, everyone's well being is top of mind.
0: Yeah, just trying to adapt to the situation. Kasha and I actually. For sure. Yeah, Kasha and I started coaching together what ten years ago now. At the North Almost York Aquatic Club. Almost ten years ago, yeah. Almost ten years. Damn, that was a long time ago. We had a quite a good group of thirty youngsters who, um, yeah. Actually, a lot of them ended up being quite quite good swimmers. Are now in university, and yeah, I think most of them are now in university. So it's been quite quite Both a while. Them, yeah. yeah, most of them. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think we can go through the through the headlines of the week, and. And just dive right into it, right? The first one, the big one, on March 24th, the Olympics get postponed. The IOC president, Thomas Bach, and the prime minister of Japan, I'm going to try to pronounce, Abish Shinzo, they held a conference call where they announced that the 32nd Olympic Games will to be held in Tokyo will be rescheduled to a date beyond 2020, but no later than summer 2021. So does that mean not in 2020 at all what do you think Kasha?
1: that's that's what i thought and i think you know what this is, is i i feel like the ioc uh received a lot of flack from from athletes and from other countries simply because a lot of people thought they took too long to make this decision um the way i understood it uh, it, it seems to be that uh to make it to make it Good for everyone, and and knowing that we don't know how long this current situation is going to last, to give everyone that breathing room and and give them a marker in terms of you know what this is where you need to set your sights on now. Um, you can hold off, you can you can relax. Uh, let's, yeah. let's deal with everything that's in front of us and, and and then go from there. What did you think? Did you think the IOC took too long to make this decision?
0: Well, I I no, I don't think they took too long because I feel that it's such a big decision because it is not just the ioc it's also the uh, tokyo japan and the whole country of japan that has that is mm-hmm. affected by you know maybe they want to try to to host it i mean it's not just like the president wakes up one day and says oh no no olympics and that's it i feel that it was probably being run up the ladder you know while we were all being impatient so, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I actually think that, that it was, I mean, it, it did take a little longer and, and, and it took a lot of uh, Olympic committees, in, including Canada, to really put pressure on them. And, and eventually Canada said, we're not going if it's this summer. You know, I think that definitely helped. But also, I mean, it's, it, the, the guy can't just wake up one day and say, no, no Olympics. I, th- I think it, it, took, it took enough time for such a big event and such a big organization. Um. Yeah, that's, that's just my opinion. I I do think it's good, though, that they postponed it. Everybody gets a chance to train. Everything gets a chance to kind of normalize. And even even for the tourists and the fans, they get a chance to actually maybe have a chance to go and watch, maybe have a chance to go and experience the, the Olympic Games, you know, where if it was this summer, I think a lot of people probably wouldn't have even considered going, you know. So it was a good decision. Uh, I mean, yeah, the the timeline, <laughs> yeah. For me, it was uh, it was good. It was good. It's 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 just a big decision to make, you know.
1: So, it yeah. is, and I, I think a lot of people I think a lot of people forget that it's not just like you said. The president probably didn't wake up and was like, you know what, we're just gonna postpone. There's so many so many factors. You're looking oh, yeah. at athletes. You're looking at economics. You're looking at the host country and the whole city you're looking at all the infrastructure you're looking at all, all those the
0: investments they made pieces yes, oh, there's yeah there's so
1: much there's so much that it's to the lay person to the general audience it seems like it's a no-brainer having said and, that though it was
0: and, i was pretty proud of canada to just make the decision and saying hey no matter what you guys say if it's this summer we just are not gonna put our athletes in that situation you know that was pretty good that was pretty big of canada what do you think
1: no, I think so too. I think I think every organization needs to look after the best interest
0: of their team, right? Of their yeah. stakeholders. And yeah. when you're
1: looking at when you're looking at the Canadian Olympic Committee as an example, their stakeholders, their main stakeholders are the athletes that put the flag or represent the flag at these Olympics and at these international events. So, for them to make a statement like this, I think it's just reassuring for for Canada for its athletes to be like, you know what our country has our best interest has our well-being um in mind and, and they're going to make the best decision for us right and, oh, yeah. and i i know and, and i and i may get a little bit of slack, but i think there's been some athletes but <laughs> hey, that's they, what are about. they were very vocal <laughs> right they were very vocal and i and i think that's that's a great thing yeah but at the same time it's, it's like what we said before these decisions are not they're not made in a vacuum right there's
0: so many yeah that's that's what i yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing so I thought. Many interdependencies. Yeah, that's the one thing yeah. I thought when when everybody was complaining, I'm like, "Well, give them time, you know." <laughs> like um even swimming Canada didn't immediately cancel everything, they just postponed things, you know? Mm-hmm. So and that's a much smaller uh organization compared to the whole Olympics. So yeah, so then we had so obviously this decision had its um its repercussions in the whole swimming world and here in Canada, almost not immediately, but by the end of the week um, we, they had uh, swimming canada had already canceled all national events and this so this includes all national all scheduled national camps and activities which are postponed until at least the fall so yeah that was pretty big and i mean that that kind of just makes sense right just kind of a uh fall off like you don't you don't need to, if your, your swimmers are not even going to be competing internationally, not, you don't need to set up all these camps or these trials to, to, uh, to, to qualify for these meets that don't exist, you know?
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's even simpler than that, though, right? Like, yes, you're, you're right, right? Like, we're not going to have any representation internationally, but how many athletes are, are training, right? How, how many athletes have access yeah. to that knowing that so many, like pretty much every city, is is in a lockdown type of environment yes yeah, it's true. unrealistic to have those expectations of athletes to be like you know what we're still going to have these or we're going to push them back it makes sense to either postpone or cancel because we're we don't know how long this is going to last we don't know we don't know what next week is going to look like right and, and as, as grave as that sounds unfortunately that's But it's the reality that we're facing. These are trying times. They're uncharted. It's an uncharted territory where every day is different. We don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I I was pretty happy, though, to see this, that the athletes carded under Sports Canada Athlete Assistance Program, they will continue to receive funding. So that was awesome because they usually reset the carding schedule, I think, or the carding period. Right at the end of the mm-hmm. season. So athletes who maybe didn't perform at that standard yet, they will continue to receive their their funding with some adjustments. I'm I'm sure I mean they have to work out the finances, but I but I was pretty happy to hear that, you know, they won't just uh they will keep supporting their athletes through the next uh training period into hopefully the twenty twenty one Olympics now. <laughs> That' was pretty big uh. no for
1: sure yeah it's it's big and it's a commitment, right I think I think when we're looking, even when we're th- seeing our our prime minister Justin Trudeau uh, make those commitments and make those promises to ensure that businesses and, and oh, yeah, countries uh, so will well. continue to receive funding and support right I, I think as athletes they're they're just like any other Canadian right like that's their livelihood yeah. and and having that is I think it's significant. I think that it speaks to who we are as canadians speaks to the values um and it's just it's it's i, I feel like that, that like you said it's the best decision it's the right decision yep. and it only further reiterates that we want canada to be successful and we want to take care of them and i think that's Oh, you keep supporting that,
0: the athletes yeah. and and the citizens really <laughs> but that's For uh sure. we'll keep it in swimming but um yeah so that obviously had if we keep it make it even more local I guess if you're not from Ontario and you're listening, this will be a little boring. But I'm sure your province or your region, wherever you are, you is it, making these kind of decisions. Here in Ontario, all the provincial-level meets have also been canceled. So the Ontario Swimming Champs, Ontario Youth Junior Champs, and Festival Champs were all canceled. All, all of these meets are in June or July of 2020. And they so the Open Water Swimming Championships... Will be re- the will be revisited. That's supposed to be in July 2022. So they'll make a decision about that on May 15th. So, yeah, that's what Terry is doing. And they are also not accepting any applications for sanctions. Okay. Although, although for, for future meets. But this decision is to be revisited to um, on or before April 6th. So they're kind of leaving. At least they're leaving the door open. To have some kind of competitions uh, in what remains of the season, which would be nice to at least have. Some, maybe if we can, if we somehow get back to the pool, to have uh, at least a small meet. You know, some give the swimmers a chance to race and see what they can do. What do you think?
1: <laughs> no, I, th- I think that's I think that's smart, right? And and uh, having keeping the door open like that just it it, it, it reiterates that these decisions. Involves so many different decision points, right? And it's not—it's not that you know what done. We're we're
0: canceling everything. It's all until over. Next There's no Thanos here. Well. Thanos. 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 <laughs> you know. Thanos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like
1: he you snaps his finger and everything. <laughs> Everything's after, out. Yeah. Everything <laughs> wrong, right. It's not so easy. I think. I think doing that is important. Um, when we're when we're looking at Ontario. Uh and we're looking at swimming alone right like no club is swimming right now right like every, every those decisions have already been made um and everyone is in a holding pattern right when you look at when you look at our club north East Aquatic club as an example we, we don't know right we yeah. haven't been told anything and, and and every club is looking to their governing body right in which case it's in ontario to to lead the way and help help guide those decisions right so yeah. no i don't think it's a bad thing i think april 6th is fast approaching we're, we're one it's week away close i decision. think
0: i think they should yeah but i do hope that they, they keep leaving this door open and and even if we make them very small meets or just training opportunities for the kids to get back at some point you know whenever it is just get back and have some kind of competition i would love to do that you know even if it's not provincials or whatever at least have small meets limited numbers well whatever it takes I think that sure. the, the risk of having on uh, provincial wide too is that you like if you think about like like the, the virus that we're dealing with, people from all over the province are mixing together and then going back to the provinces and they could be, you know, taking the disease with them, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um yeah, so that's kind of where we are with swim Ontario. And yeah, I'm pretty happy actually with, with uh both Swimming Canada and Swim Ontario. And I guess we kind of take it from here. I do like, I wanted to comment something for all the swimmers out there and coaches. Uh, Swim Ontario has a digital experience, uh, what do you call it, section on their website. It's called the Digital Experience Links. And they have a whole bunch of links uh, for things to do uh, now that we are uh, kind of out of the pool. So they have yoga for swimmers, they have live tipask Toronto Pan Am Sports Center, fitness classes, which I think are for free, right? Do you know anything?
1: I think so, too. I think so. I I think they're just online, online for for all of their, I guess, quote-unquote members.
0: Yep. If you're a coach, you can uh, get on NCCP and actually do some courses. I'm doing one of them. And, yep, there's going to be, if you're an official, there's also going to be some webinars for them. Um, There's a really cool uh, support check-in, which is just... um, it's like a one page. It's just a document of kind of how to deal with all of this as an athlete, and it just it kind of helps. And what is there? There's some go swim. Offer free access to educational content. And finally, there is a series uh, which is led by a YouTube series which is led by the Swim Ontario CEO and Chief Technical Officer Dean Bo- Dean Balls and Olympian Melinda Harrison. The episode one. Tools for Awareness and Discovery is already out there. I've watched a little bit of it. I didn't finish it because I had to go for a walk. <laughs> but um <laughs> but I will uh, keep watching. And this is pretty good, right, you know. You you, you do have to sit down and, and listen and pay attention, but it, I th- I thought it was uh he started off pretty well. Yeah, have have you checked any of these out yet or I i
1: have taken a look at the the live Teebox fitness classes I know do You you also posted the yoga for Swimmers for your athletes yeah uh, so i've I've been, ta- I've been following that and 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 doing it myself. been sitting at a desk most of the week, so uh, that those yoga positions have definitely been helpful, not just as a swimmer but also just for general for general uh, for general movements. oh yeah what, they... I'm, what i'm what i'm really what I've been really excited about is that when you look at where we are and we we pride ourselves in the technology that we have access to there's so much that's happening in the virtual and digital world now, right? Like everyone's coming together. And to me, it's, it, it, it further reinforces sport and its relevance in community, right? And communities with re- relevance in sport, it's all one and the same. To me oh yeah, I think for sure. A lot of these things where we have access to, to these fitness classes or opportunities to learn something online or, or have the privilege of, of listening to a podcast much like this, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, make sure you listen to this. It's a way of being connected. (laughs) No, for sure. I I even told my swimmers this. It's like, at times like this, you have to decide if you're just a swimming team or if you're a real team. Are we just people who get together and swim or are we a team, a a group of people who support each other through whatever gets thrown at us, you know? And, and And this is really what's happening. I agree 100%. You see everywhere, people like throwing out free courses you know free um, like yoga free fitness classes and it's actually a lot of fun and even as a coach it gives you ideas of kind of things to do with your swimmers and which is the next thing we're going to be talking about um, <laughs> yeah this is actually why i wanted to have coaches here too so i hope to have some more coaches in future episodes but to kind of share what you're doing um what are you doing now that your pools are closed what are you doing first of all <laughs> i saw, I saw you're running I yeah yeah no I have it's, not been able know, to I run, think... man. I'm I'm dead. But okay, I'll, you tell me first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so no, thank you. No, it's been it's been it's been a weird time, and uh, I know we would have had in, in terms of coaching and our interactions with our athletes. Uh, I would already given my my athletes and my swimmers their dry land program for for the March break, but understanding. The climate that we're in and understanding the situation that that COVID 19 has put us all in uh i've i've tried to engage them in other ways right so i've used the nike run club app made weekly challenges just to get them out and moving because i think especially in, in guillermo you can you can attest to this too as athletes as, as individuals that are that like being uh, in groups when you're self-isolating you kind of lose your identity. You don't know what to oh, do. And, and I think yeah. as coaches, these are things that we have to be mindful of because if, if we don't continue to make those connections with our swimmers, uh, with each other, uh, we're losing out on, on part of our identity. Right? And I think that's a responsibility that we all have. And, and much of what I've been doing is, is much like what, what you shared with the digital experience links with Swim Ontario. It's finding new and different ways of, of connecting virtually so i've used nike one club app uh i know several of of our of our colleagues have been using the zoom web conference platforms to kind of host dry land. Uh, yeah dry i want to try that I, I haven't done that yet actually uh, it's it's to, in my mind there's things that we can do to still establish that face time or that face-to-face connection but also to make sure that they're still moving right because just because you're at home doesn't mean you're doing nothing, right? Like yeah. squats and running, and and even and even giving a shout out to to our club, Niac, for for putting together the Niac on Games is something that we can continue to foster in terms of community. So I think in terms of dryland, that's been that's been my focus. Uh, try to again make sure that we're where we would have been in terms of uh, our swimming season, the dryland pieces are still tied to that. I'm hopeful yeah. that maybe maybe we'll still have a month of swimming left when, you know, when all this is
0: said and done. Yeah, you know what I've, what I've been having uh, kind of trouble with is coming up with uh, exercises to pool, you know? Because I'm trying to come up with things, with, with workouts where everybody has, um, how do you say, it? You, it doesn't matter what equipment you have, you can do it. But then mm-hmm. I came to the, <laughs> to the issue that it's like, we're never pulling we're always pushing do you have what, what do you think about that I, I don't know if you've faced this problem or maybe you have a solution already but I that's been my biggest deal It's like okay I just want my kids to pull I don't know pull somebody's it's hands a, or something
1: <laughs> no for sure I think that's a great I, that's a great thing I think often when we're doing dry land or even when we're working out in our home gym push exercises are often
0: are the easiest predominant to right? yeah, they're most yeah.
1: popular because they're, they're easier um, but in terms of that pull piece, uh, what I, what I'd ask my group and my swimmers to purchase is those red loop bands. Um, yeah. so low tension, but it allows us to focus on maintaining core stability and still engaging those lat muscles and those stabilizers to mimic and replicate what you would see in a normal catch phase, a normal, a normal freestyle stroke pull phase. Um, right. it, it's a little bit more challenging to do when you're not on a pool deck, but I think there's, there's interesting ways that you can do that. And if, that's, if you don't have access to that, bent over rows, right? You can still do those pull type exercises with a yeah. can of beans in each hand. Um, so I think it's all about being creative. There's, there's yeah, ways that we can continue really... to build those back muscles uh, so you're not just focusing on the, on the, the anterior muscles. You can get, you're really get into those posterior muscles as well.
0: Yeah, that's that's been uh, the biggest challenge, and i have trying to come up with things. You know, um, yeah, just trying kind of. I actually have I've been moderate success, but I, I do still I'm still like racking my brain, thinking of like, okay, what can we do that everybody has a home? What can we use? But it doesn't matter what they have a home; they'll they'll uh, be able to do this. You know. So that's been the biggest so BMO, challenge for me. I have,
1: no, I, I think that's great. So, GM <laughs> I, I have a question for you. I know, yeah, I, I. I, I love your videos, um, and I know you've been doing a lot with your with your group. Uh, what are what are what are some dryline ideas that you can share?
0: I dryline ideas. So I've been doing f- through Facebook Live actually, so that they're just watching me, and then I can upload it. The good thing about this, as opposed to Zoom, is that you can upload the the final video. So if somebody wasn't able to join you. At the time that you that you run the workout, they can actually do it later on their own. So that's been pretty good because some of my kids have online school, and and they can't join when when the when the rest of the group when most of the group is there. But they have been doing it on their own time. So that's been pretty good, making making it available to them outside mm. of our um of our own times, and sorry of the times that that I'm running it. And the other good thing that I've done is um, that I really like just to kind of getting them fit without having to go far is I just did uh, some like um, shuffle drills or um, just I did this. I call it a square drill where you set up like four markers around you. Each marker has a number and I'm calling it through the camera. I'm just calling out numbers. They have to run and touch each marker and... And it's just been kind of fun, and the, the the feedback I got is that that's really getting them working, because um, that's kind of what I'm trying to do—just getting them fit, you know, like aerobically fit um, and and strong. Really, uh, at this time, even if we can't get quite that that technique working, at least we can stay strong and fit. So, get keeping them mm-hmm. moving like that with like just running short sprints. Uh, changing directions that that's been a a big component of my dryland right now, and they can do it in the backyard they can do it in a, in a small area they don't need a a big big space to do it you know that's been a lot of fun actually <laughs> that's um fun. how about mental work have you ha, what have you been doing for mental work or like have you been doing anything or just conversations with the kids
1: so far it's it's been conversation only uh I realize that uh, a lot of swimmers have have starting have started to get depressed a little bit, right? I think just being indoors and not having that that face to face connection it takes a toll. And, and oh yeah, I I haven't really thought, thought about like visualization or any of those other things that we usually help our athletes prepare for especially when we're in in training and in competition season it's more just asking simple things right like i know being at home and myself too it's it's netflix it's things that you know what just hearing just hearing the news isn't isn't always the best thing right oh it's it's, it's the worst i don't don't even
0: look at the news anymore
1: No, exactly. So it's more just having conversations with them. I think that what, what I've really enjoyed about the Zoom platform is that you have, depending on how many swimmers you have and how many swimmers are, are are logging in, you have 25 potential athletes that can see each other and you. So it's almost like you're on the pool deck dealing with them anyways.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: and from what I also have heard from, from parents of athletes is that this this has meant so much more to them than yeah. they can't even describe in words. Right, it's having being able to see each other it's... almost in real time is is so much more. It, it does so much good for their mental well being, and and for a lot of swimmers and a lot of athletes, it's kind of changed in a good way so that they're they're more uh they're more motivated to kind of engage and uh accept those daily challenges or weekly challenges that their coaches may be closing to them
0: yeah oh i agree 100 percent. most of it is just about getting together and talking you know because uh that's really what we're missing right now you know that's that's the big uh part we're missing that social part right now of 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 working out because we might be everybody might might be doing the dry land exercises together they might do the challenge on their own you know but that social part is really what keeps us mentally together and ready to to perform later on i think you know at the end of the day the most fun thing about swimming is or about meets is going there and hanging out with your friends <laughs> let's be exactly. honest uh, winning winning makes a big part of it too but <laughs> but i mean hanging out with the friends you know and just just spending the day racing together that's really the fun part and right now, that's that's the biggest thing that we're missing. So I agree 100%. Kind of just talking. That's what I've been doing too, just getting together, talking. One of my groups, actually, I have two groups. One of them are younger kids. The younger kids, we actually got on on the app House Party. <laughs> so everybody added uh, everybody. So people are just kind of playing. So, you know, you just jump in and out. I've jumped in and out of a few games a couple of times. And it's just fun. You know, you just kind of see everybody. Hey, how are you doing? And you play a game, and then you go to another room and and play with somebody else, and it's been pretty good actually. Uh, just to keep, like you said, keep that social component together. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, and that that ties in with the having fun, which was my third point really here that I have on my notes. You know, just kind of try to have <laughs> fun together, and and stay together as a team. You know, that that's been my biggest. Um, how do you say, goal really during this this time that we're off uh, away from each other? So I have. Yermo, a, you you yeah. made a. Sorry. You made a
1: comment before, and, and and you've said you've mentioned how important it is to be in a team. Would you agree that in in being part of a team, this off, this actually also becomes a family?
0: Would you agree? Oh yeah, for sure. Or you can say too. Now that you're at home and you're with your families you have to be a team with your family too. <laughs> work together, mm-hmm. you know, Agreed. help each other out Agreed. more and say so works both ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like here, I, I've been staying with my parents actually this week and it's been, um, yeah, you just have to help out everybody. Everybody helps out. Everybody, you know, we're all adults now again. And, and it's, uh, everybody has to, to kind of pitch in, you know, and, and just sometimes, you know, it's just exactly like the team, you know, Sometimes you, you, everybody gets on each other's nerves, <laughs> but you still have to work together, you know. For sure. So it's been, yeah, for sure. I, I, think it's been huge to to build that connection with the swimmers, and with the team. That's been, uh, that's been a, uh, really the my main goal again. Like I said. All right. So I think we we, we can close it off. But I do want to catch up from you, and I guess I can give my three things too. But what are three things that you think, um our swimmers should keep in mind here and then or maybe remember to uh stay on top of while they're away from the pool i don't know three or five i don't know let's say three <laughs> three things <laughs> putting so, you on the spot so I'm here gonna
1: three, <laughs> i'm gonna give three things and and yeah. one thing that i that i say in just my swimmers every every day so the first thing i think is Have fun, right? Stay 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 happy. I know these are tough times, but it's important to to stay happy and and stay calm through these times. Second thing, stay connected. I think where we can, not just as participants Mm -hmm. in this virtual community that we're that we're kind of forced to do. It's it's staying connected is important. And the third thing, we're in this together. Right? We are in this together. So we are gonna get through this. And those are the three things that I've, I keep reiterating, and I and I tell my swimmers, the the biggest thing is don't touch random things and don't lick things, <laughs> yeah. and you'll be fine. And I say that I say that in yeah. jest, uh, yeah, but it's, no, kind it's, kind it's true. Of it's true. To my swimmers to smile and laugh, but uh, in, in these serious times, I think it's important to kind of be able to joke a little bit and 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 keep it light because how else are we how else are we going to get through this together, right? So. Those are the three things. It's not really swimming related. It's, it's more about the team. It's more about the community. It's more about the family and, and how how we can continue to to fight this and, and still, from a training perspective, do the things that we need to do. And hopefully, if and when we do get, get some of our season back, we're going to be able to hit the ground running. But I also want to make sure that when we do come back, we haven't lost those interpersonal connections, not just with each other, um, but as a full group as well. Yeah, yeah, for what sure. About you,
0: so, my three, so the first one is is the one that we talked with my swimmers. The first thing that we talked with my swimmers about was focusing on what you can control instead of spending energy and focus on what you can't control, you know? So, I really try to emphasize always remember just work on the things you can control uh and 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 that that's really all that's your job, right? You, you don't need to focus on things that are beyond your your powers you know the second one i had actually was stay connected too. every time i talk to the kids i say hey uh, make sure you're talking with your friends make sure you're uh, going you know whatever it needs to be and now we love snapchat and uh, facetime and house party and all these things i keep doing those things right just because you're at home don't just sleep all day and then all your friends are doing something together and you're not in it you know go be a part of it and yeah stay connected with the, with people and my third one i don't know for me would be like you know just stay in shape <laughs> for swimmers right stay in shape uh, it, it really helps to kind of take care of your body too you know um you don't realize sometimes i, I think now that i'm older i i do realize when i don't work out I feel so much worse, like, mentally. My mood is so much lower, you know? And when I do work out, it's like, it just feels so much better. So do what you can, mm-hmm. you know? Obviously, don't go out there if it's raining or if it's cold. Don't get sick for no reason. But for sure, like, stay in shape, stay working out, you know? You will feel much, much better um, in the long run, really. Yeah, those are my three, I think.
1: <laughs> no, that's awesome. I And you know what? I it, It's true, right? Like, all the challenges that we're we're doing every day to stay connected it's it's really i want i want not just for myself but also for for everyone that i've been that i get to interact with just stay healthy right stay healthy both physically and mentally um again these are tough times but we're going to get through this together and and to me that's the most important thing
0: oh yeah for sure all right uh so i guess i'll be seeing you hopefully soon man uh uh, yeah it's been way too long uh but i guess we haven't been seeing really much of anybody so thank you so much for being on uh on this episode it's it's a lot of fun i actually love talking swimming and coaching and all, all these things really um but yeah you take care take care of your family man and take care of your swimmers thank you guillermo enjoy thank you for having me all right thanks